everyone. Steve from the Franken Culture Podcast. You guys might remember David Schumacher. He used to host a little show on here called 13 Things. He's back with a pretty interesting podcast. Uh, him and Kenny are talking about how to pick up girls, I guess. Uh, it melts down into a dick measuring contest. <laughs> and I'll let you guys listen. Who's saying the friend culture isn't about second chances? So let us know what you think. And here is Teach Me How to Pick Up Girls Again with David Schumacher. And uh, this is my new podcast called Teach Me How to Talk to Girls Again. And it's a podcast where you tell funny stories about yourself with women or whatever person or, you know, if you're gay or whatever, if you're attracted to the same sex. But this is a story. I mean, this podcast is a story we talk about podcast where we talk about stories and failures and succeeds and whatever and i have on the podcast today from kenny boys toys ken hey what's ken. going on not much man about to make some magic again <laughs> because we're doing this twice yes we recorded for 50 something minutes just to find out that we had some really weird song audio jumping inside yeah <clears throat> But this uh, podcast is supported by Frank and Culture. Frank and Culture. This is Steve McCorney. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you always talk. I'm sure I love that. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, we were talking about just like you know, from what at what age you started noticing girls or had that weird lightning feeling that yeah, went so through. Yeah, so let's start off with you. Yeah, so the first time that I ever, like, had a feeling of, like, my junk shooting up, um, I was in the sixth grade at a pep rally, and there was this cheerleader tall girl named Sloan Allen, and she used to live across the street from me, and I used to think she was so hot, and then this was my first pep rally, like, in middle school, and I'm sitting in the bleachers, and it's the first pep rally of the year, and fucking the whole squad comes out, and they do their thing, and I see Sloane Allen, and she says, what's so fucked up about this is that Sloane is uh, the cousin of my best friend, who's a chick, Yeah. and she all, I, I, she never, like, verbally, my best friend never verbally expressed it to me, but I knew she found it annoying, because she also had another cousin that was hot. And she, uh, not that she wasn't hot or anything, it's just her cousins were so much hotter than she was. <laughs> and I just remember, like, seeing her, like, lift up Caitlin Hill. I think it was Caitlin Hill. Some small girl. Yeah. And seeing, like, her fucking legs from her ankle all the way up to her thigh, like, up into that, like, cheerleader underwear area. Yeah. And I just thought to myself, <clears throat> oh, God. I just want to go touch her leg. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> but you never did anything. Right? No, I couldn't. Like, dude, I was 12 years old. I, I, man, I had a hard time talking to my cousin. She was a chick. You know what I mean? Like, there was me no talking to, especially, especially not that girl at that time because yeah. she was like a junior in high school and I knew, like, I stood no chance. No I remember chance. the first time I got in contact with a girl was kindergarten. There's this girl named Elisa. She was a Chinese chick. 
she was actually one of the hottest girls later on in high school. But uh, anyways, she would always put her sleeping bag next to my sleeping bag. But I never liked girls back then. <laughs> and even first and second grade, we used, to, I mean, we used to play Chase Master all the time. And there was this girl named Chelsea. She would always try to chase after me. And when she'd catch me, she would uh, butt fuck me. What she would hump my fuck? butt, my butt. Like she would just come up behind yeah. you and put her hand, like she was about to do a fucking German yeah. suplex. <laughs> and I remember she wanted to be my girlfriend. I was like, ugh, no. And in fifth grade, my sister's friend, uh, I forgot her name. Ah, I forgot her name. Anyways, uh, she also wanted to be my girlfriend, but because it was my sister's friend, mm -hmm. I was like, ugh. But now thinking about it, she probably would have been, I mean, I probably would have checked her out. In later on in life but it's just I never found girls attractive well I did in third grade but never did anything but sixth grade was the first time I found a girl attractive and she was my cousin's ex-girlfriend mm -hmm. and because my cousin's super popular I thought it would be my trump card to getting chicks why why was your cousin so popular though that's what I want to know like what he was he a football? was a judo master oh judo master he would get into fights at school and win Oh. He always got written up. He always, always got sent to the principal's office. He was a bad kid. He had abs at a really young age. Wow. And he was MVP basketball, football. And, yeah, he always just got the hottest girl in school, always, no matter what. So because knowing where he stands rank-wise and knowing where I stand right. and knowing that we are both blood-related, uh, I would use that. that you would have some part of that? Yeah. Well, not, would... not some part of that. Just, oh, since that's Levi's cousin, I should go date royalty. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so you just thought the name would, yeah. carry, would carry you. Because this girl named Cheryl used to be like, hey, are you Cheryl? She's like, yeah, you know my cousin Levi? Yeah, that's my ex. <laughs> uh, do you want to date me? No. And every single day, same, same thing, same thing, same thing. This was what third grade? Sixth grade. Sixth grade. Sixth grade. Riding my bike with uh, Philip Philip Dominguez. He was my best friend. Uh, he was a seventh grader. We watched WWE WCW together. Play wrestling together. Uh, but yeah, I'll be like, hey, come, let's go on a bike ride real quick. Just uh, go ride around Polanco Circle. Mm -hmm. Go down Polanco Circle. Oh, look at Cheryl's house. Cheryl! <laughs> Cheryl! Hey, what are you doing? <laughs> Stop yelling from over there. <laughs> oh, is your daughter there? No, she's sleeping right now. Don't bother us. Go, go, go ask her at school. <laughs> ask her at school. Don't come here and ask her. Ask her at school. Yeah, there's another girl too. She was an uglier girl. Her name was Rose. Uh -huh. But she was good friends with my cousin. Uh -huh. And because I knew she was a fucking slut, uh -huh. this, she was, uh, this was 8th grade. I was 7th grade. Uh -huh. So I was like, Hey, you know my cousin Levi, right? Yeah. You want to go out? And me asking her out thinking I'm going to get some bonus pussy. Right. She's like, oh, uh, no, sorry. I was like, fuck! Damn. Like, I never had any any chance with anybody. That's so funny that, like, at, at that time of your life, you thought that, like, just because you were cousins or related. Yeah, because I, I never believed in... Fucking pickup lines. Like, I think pickup lines is, like, the, the ultimate douche move. Yeah, but also thinking that you're going to pick up a girl just because your cousin's with somebody is also a douche move. <laughs> one, of the, one of the best pickup lines that I've seen to date mm. was brought to you by David Shoemaker. 
uh, we challenged him to ask out a girl at work. Oh, yeah, here we go. Yeah. Yeah, what, what was it? You went up to her shirt and you're like, hey, I like your shirt. Oh, no, I don't, you have to remind me, I don't remember. I oh, just so, remember. so he goes, he goes to the girl, these two girls. I like, do this a lot. So. Oh, I like your shirt. Mm-hmm. I really like uh, Star Wars. And she's like, um, it's Captain America. They're like, oh, right. Yeah, I just tend to get kind of nervous around pretty looking girls. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that. I remember I had that pocketed in my mind. I was like, I'm going to go up to this girl. I'm going to mistake her shirt for something else. And then, and then I'm going to say, hey, I just, I just I get nervous around pretty girls. Because at the time, Pacorni was going to leave. And so we were like challenging David to. Right. It was Pacorni's last yeah. day or some shit. Yeah, but the last yeah. month or something, we had like 23 something days. Yeah. He David. kept on saying, David, yeah, I want to see you pick up a number. I only got like, oh my God, like two weeks left here. You got to give me a number. Where's that number? Oh, I remember that, dude. Because I remember like. I was thinking to myself, how funny would it be if I went up to her in that Captain America shirt and be like, hey. I, I wasn't hey. expecting you to say that. Like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, what the fuck he's talking about? That's a yeah, fucking Captain yeah. America shirt. And just be like, hey, I like that Star Wars shirt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, I'm so glad you told me that. I forgot. I forgot that happened. Yeah, that, that was the funniest fucking thing I've ever seen. Like, hands God, down. you remember we would stand there in between, like that one walkway right there women would walk by and yeah. I would just like just mercilessly just fucking just hit on every single one <laughs> wow dude that is funny yeah, but I had I had no luck in high school uh I had I mean there's one in junior but uh I stalked her for half a year when you say stalked man do you really mean I would you... look for her class I would stand outside during passing time she comes out of the classroom, I'd walk with her. But she never told me to stop. So I didn't feel oh, like it was stalking. Right, right. But she and she was an ESL student. Mm-hmm. So every single time, hey Joanna, you're looking. How's your day? It's fine. I was like, okay. You wanna be my girlfriend? <laughs> no. <laughs> That's the conversation. Like a little laugh? <laughs> like, she laughed yeah, at you? Yeah. Oh my. She should giggle. She like she would talk to her friend in Philippines. I was like, oh, they're guaranteed talking shit. And her friend looked at me, glare, smile, laugh. Uh-huh. And I was like that the whole year. John, how come you don't want to be my girlfriend? Because I don't know. Never had boyfriend before. Like he's like every single. <laughs> I never had boyfriend before. <laughs> Yeah, she always would say that. And every single day, come on, Joanna, just give me a chance. I'll be a good boyfriend. I know, but I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Man, dude, okay. I remember being in like, it was like fifth or sixth grade. And I used to hang out with this buddy of mine named Alan Marcus. And uh, we used to be obsessed about this one girl. And at the time, there was this... uh, like R&B like dance pop group out called B2K remember B2K oh, and they had a song called bum 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 <laughs> and it'd be like baby something what you're working I just want to see you bump 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 <laughs> and it's just like in the music video it's just like girls like bumping their ass yeah. and bump 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 and I remember we talked about this one girl and I won't say her real name we'll call her Bethany because she's just got married and you know whatever I don't want to like you know and we'd always sit there and we'd 
fucking say Bethany I just want you to bump 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 against me and like we'd always do stupid shit like that and I would think to myself she would think this is so uncool like she wouldn't want to hang out with me I forgot to say one story I think you already know this one but I had a crush on a celebrity it was fucking Mel C from uh Spice Girls. Oh, she's my favorite. <laughs> yeah. She's my favorite Spice Girl, dude. Melanie Hands Chisholm. Hands down. Yeah, yeah. Melanie but Chisholm. Yeah. I heard the song. Sporty Spice. Yeah. Say, uh, say You'll Be There. Oh, I, yeah. I, would, I love I that didn't, song. I didn't know the title of the song at the time, so I called the radio station. Hey, can you guys say, uh, <laughs> can you guys play the song, um... I'm giving you everything. Like, I, 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 yeah, I, thought, I thought that was the name of the song. He's yeah. like, um, who's it by? I really don't know, but it's a really good song. He's like, I'll try to find it. And every How old were week, you at the time? I was 11, 12. <laughs> every week I'd call the radio station. And you would sing the song? 107 Jams. Uh, no, I didn't sing it yet. Oh. I was like, hey, can you play a song? I'm giving you everything. Who's it by? I don't know. It sounds like a bunch of girls. Sorry, dude, but I don't know any song that with the title of, like, I'll, I'm giving you everything. I was like, okay. And so, like, weeks and weeks, and I would hear it on the radio, mm-hmm. I would grab my tape and try to record it, but I would get from halfway to the end. It's like, fuck! <laughs> and my parents were really stingy with money, so I, and I didn't know the name of the song, cause, so I couldn't ask them to <laughs> right, buy the CD right, for right, me. Right. So finally, I was just, I, I built the balls, because... Every fucking day, I'd be glued to the radio station trying to record it with my tape recorder. They'll call the radio station. Hey, uh, can you guys play I'm Giving You Everything? By who? I don't know. I'm looking through the records. I can't find it right now. Um, Do you mind if I sing it? Yeah, go ahead. Sing it. I'm giving you everything. All the joy you bring. Just I swear. And he's like... Oh, that Spice Girl. See, you'll be there. Oh, yeah, can you play that song? Yeah. And I was just sitting right next to it, waiting for it to play. And he finally plays it. Like, <laughs> yeah, doing all the dance moves. Yeah. Fucking, thinking you're fucking the Backstreet Boys and shit. Yeah, so then, finally I knew what the song was. And I begged my mom, Mom, can you please buy me the Spice Girls album, please? So she bought it for me. And then I really felt, because the album, I don't know if you guys remember, but there, when you open the album, there's a picture of each Spice each Girl. Spice Girl, yeah. I remember I had it, yeah. And I thought Scary Spice was the ugliest, but oh. now she's like the most oh, well-kept. Yeah. God, and she's, oh my God. But back God. in the day, I thought she was ugly. Yeah, because it was the curly hair. I was like, man, she should have been like, ugly know. Spice. Like. <laughs> <laughs> no, no my two just, favorite was Sporty, which is the one we're talking about now. Yeah. And fucking the other one. The posh. One that's, yeah, Posh Spice, yeah. So then I... I started looking at at this time I I was hitting puberty so I started looking at magazines and stuff and Rolling mm-hmm. Stones was one of the biggest ones back then. Yeah. So then they had a lot of Spice Girls on the Rolling Stones cover. So when I read in the back they had a fan mail letter thing. To me, fan mail meant they're reading it. Yeah. So, <laughs> me too, dude. I can't tell you how many times I've written the fucking. Uh... I've written letters to Melody tons of times, and whenever I put a stamp on, I was like. Just going to her, bless her heart. Like, every freaking time I send a letter, oh, I, oh, you know that dude, song dude. too much. I know you're singing about me, and then when you look into the camera, I know you're believing that that's me on the other side. Oh, like I would say stupid shit boy. like that. Oh, my. And she wasn't the only person I wrote to. I wrote to fucking Brandy. I wrote to her like fucking oh, crazy. Dude. I wrote to Monica. Oh, 
That boy is mine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah, another song yeah, yeah. that I needed to record on my tape. Like, yeah. yeah, and then uh, Lisa Lefai. Oh yeah, yeah Lefty Lisa Lopez. Her, yeah, I thought she was the most gorgeous thing ever. But yeah, I would, Man. I would write these letters. Mm. That's the only time I'll spit game because they're celebrities. Right. But I never got a letter back until I was 16. Uh, mm-hmm. Spice Girls sent me a fan package back with a bunch of posters, pictures. But at that time, I didn't give a shit anymore. Wow. It took them that long. Huh? Yeah. Wow. It took them that long to, to wait till there were nobody to send me something back. That's wild. Yeah, they, it was a huge letter. It's like, for all these years supporting us, we'd like to thank you. And they sent me a bunch of posters and a CD and whatnot. Man, dude, that's Even funny. Spice World, when the fucking movie came out, I was like, yeah. just jizzing all over it. <laughs> I remember, uh, like, when I got to high school, um, before I was like, because I was like you, I'd fucking write, I write, I would write letters to my <coughs> fucking favorite celebrity. And one of them that I could never, like, find an address on, or I've always <coughs> wanted to write when I was in high school, was Megan Fox. And I would always like, and I, and I, I still do this now. I still write stupid shit like yeah. when I get bored, and I would like write out these letters for Megan Fox, because <laughs> at the time the movie uh, Transformers was big. It was like 2007. Yeah. And that was it for me. Like Megan Fox, like at that time was like that's. That's who I envision to be the most beautiful woman on planet Earth. And I would have just have letters and letters. And then I would just scour the internet to see if I could find, like, where I could send this to where she could fucking read them, dude. And I can never find one. <laughs> but I think that's funny, man, because I did that shit, too. Yeah. But I do believe that the more you fail, it gives you a thicker skin. Oh, it does. Because I've been shut down. Over, I would have to say over 500 times. I've been shut down many times in my life. And it definitely gave me a thicker skin because when we got into college, mm-hmm. my friend Sean, he was a MVP linebacker for a football team. He would say, hey, kid, kid, go hit on this chick for me right now. I like, okay, fine, let's go. I'll be the one to break the ice all the time. And it was so easy for me because... I've talked to, I've been shut down so many times that, yeah, it doesn't, well, what's, what's going to be worse than a no? Yeah. Like, oh, I'm going to fucking die because yeah, she just said no. Or, yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to get a fever because she just said no. Like, mm. so because I just had that mentality of, okay, she's just going to say no. I was never afraid to hit on a chick. Of course I get the adrenaline rush. Mm. My heart would be beating and mm. my palms would be sweating. Yeah, dude. I remember the first time. I wouldn't even consider this hitting on a chick. I, this, is, this is a funny story that I like to tell because it's because you can just imagine a young shoemaker doing this. It's in the seventh grade, and it's on a track meet. And I was warming up for this relay I was about to get into, and I threw shot put and threw discus and ruled all that shit. And then I was warming up, like stretching, and this fucking girl comes up to me. She's kind of taller than me. She's like this skinny Hispanic girl from Van Horn, Texas, named Crystal Gonzalez. And she, like, starts talking to me and then talking about how we should exchange numbers afterwards. And I was, like, really feeling it. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was excited because yeah. in my head I was like, man, this is what it's like to fucking, like, 
you know, because at that point I didn't talk to girls other than because I lived in a small town yeah. and the only girls I talked to were the girls of my class or the girl, you know, just anyone in your town. And and so when we go on track meets and stuff, it'd be cool because me and my friends could talk to girls that we normally wouldn't get to talk to. And I was stretching and then she told me that, that we should exchange numbers after my race. And I got all fucking jacked up, dude. I fucking started like doing some push-ups. I was like, man, this is, this is for real. Started really stretching because at that point I was like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. But then as soon as I thought this girl had interest in me, fucking um, I started like getting real jacked up and working out at, right before my race. And then I kind of like tired myself out a little bit. And then the race kicks off. And I was the second leg, and it's a four by two. I don't know if you know anything about track, but yeah, I play track. Yeah, four by two, you do two hundred meters, and I get the baton. I'm the second leg, and I'm just running the fastest that I can, and I fucking give the baton to the next guy, and I walk off, and my coach is like telling me to like cool down and like whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, no, coach, I got I got somewhere to be. Just <laughs> fucking, I blow him off. I'm like out of breath. And I'm just like fucking running, dude. I'm just like looking like Crystal, Crystal, or, you know, like I fucking like I lost my puppy or something. Yeah. And I finally found her. But what's funny, man, is that I didn't know she was fucking with me because when I uh, right before my race, like when she walked away, she kind of had like this smile and like laugh, like. <clears throat> and I saw a group of her friends over there, kind of like looking at us, like yeah. giggling. So I didn't know she was like fooling around on me. And then uh, after my race, I find her. And then I was like, hey, you said we were going to exchange numbers. And she's like, oh, yeah, give me your number. So she fucking, like, gives me this piece of paper. And I write down my house number because I didn't have a yeah. cell phone at the time. <laughs> and I gave her the thing. And I'm, like, waiting for her to give her her number. But then she kind of just like, oh, yeah, I'll call you. And then, like, she disappears. And I get back on the bus, dude. I, I got to think i'm the biggest swinging dick on the fucking bus like you know what i mean I, I'm, yeah. the, I'm the fucking man like i imagined myself on there i was like kissing babies and fucking women are grabbing my dick and i'm like you're like this man i'm the man and then i'm like telling all my buddies and stuff and they're like man it doesn't count because you gave her your number you didn't get her number and i was like shut the fuck up it counts and then we get back dude and like, at that time, we had a cordless phone, but my dad always had it in his room, so I could never, like, have the cord cordless phone, so I'd always sit for that next week after the track meet, dude. I would sit on this little chair next to this fucking cord phone in my fucking kitchen, and I would just wait for a fucking call, and she never fucking called, dude. I, I shit you not, I waited like two weeks, two uh -huh. weeks, man, before I was like, man, she's not going to call me. She's really not going to call me. Have you ever have you ever, ever heard a hit on a girl that ended up annoying you, and then you stopped talking to her, but then later on in life regretted stop talking to her? Yep. Uh, I was in sixth grade. There's two instances where that happened. I was in sixth grade, and this girl named Mathena Moyer, um, she was in the grade above me in seventh grade, and she was like, she was like into like anime and stuff, and yeah. I was too, but I I was very closeted about it. I didn't let a lot of people know I watched anime and was like into that kind of shit because I played sports. So I was kind of like that wasn't cool, you know. And to her, it didn't matter. She was this goofy, geeky girl, and she was cute. 
And one day we were walking back from middle school to my grandma's because my grandma would watch her and her brother. And that's where I would go after school. And we were walking together. And then she walks up to me. She's like, hey, David. She's like, I was wondering if we could go on a date, like, at this restaurant down the street. Yeah. And, like, a fucking idiot, dude. I was like, no. <laughs> I just said no. Straight up, just no. Yeah. And then she's like, you're a jerk. And then fucking ran and went to my grandma's. <laughs> as soon as I got inside my grandma's house, she, like, turns her chair the other way not to yeah. look at me. And I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, and then, like, I kick myself because now, now she's fucking gorgeous and she's got a boyfriend and all that good stuff but even when we got to high school when she became like a sophomore and I was a freshman she started to like really blew me into like this really pretty chick and I always think about that moment where I shot her down and and I think to myself what would happen if I would have been such a fucking such a fucking pussy you know what I mean I feel like I have a problem too like I'll like somebody, and then as soon as they start showing me a sign that they like me, uh, I don't like them anymore. You got to like, do something to get rid of it? Like, yeah, like, like well, start what happened was more. there's this chick in college. Uh, we were just walking. She, she was walking past by our table, mm-hmm. and she wore these. She was like a hip-hop girl. Mm-hmm. She had her, her earphones on. And yeah. every day she'll walk past by us, and my friends would be like, man, she's so fucking hot. Yeah. So never, nobody ever tried to spit game at her. So finally I was just like, Excuse me. She's like, yeah. Like, what's your name? Oh, it's MJ. What's you? Ken. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize that she was related to a bunch of other girls I hit on mm-hmm. months ago. <laughs> but my friends are fucking them. Right. I don't get any action from that. So then I right. started talking to this girl, MJ, for mm-hmm. my friend. My friend has the hots for her, but she just keeps saying, nah, I'm not interested. So me and MJ became really good friends, and she would text me. Hey, are you done with work yet? I was like, why? She goes, come to my dorm for lunch. I'll cook you something. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know. I thought she was just being friendly. Mm-hmm. So I'll go to her house on lunch break. She'll cook me lunch. I'll eat at her house. Mm-hmm. And she'll talk. Then she'll try to talk me to skip work. I was like, no, it's lunch break. I'll go, go back. And every single day, she'd be like, hey, uh, what time do you get off? Do you want to stop by my place? I was like, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I get off at 6, go to her, go to her dorm. And I just we'll just talk and I'll try to leave because I'm wanting to go to another girl's dorm that I have <laughs> this was in college yeah. yeah but the other girl does not like me at all but MJ I guess now when I think about it she really did like me because then she started jumping on my back started being more touchy mm-hmm. and it started turning me off because it's just like dude we're friends like don't 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 do that she mm-hmm. was extremely she was hot but the thing that turned me off about her she loved wearing guys cologne Mm-hmm. I, for some reason, she loved doing that. So then something happened where her cousins got into a fight, and I believed her cousins. And I used that as a door of saying, hey, we can't be friends anymore. And so when mm-hmm. I did that, right after she got like a super buff boyfriend, and she would just, for some reason, she loved shopping at the grocery store I work at. She never went there before, but she started coming up, uh, coming by with her boyfriend all the time, mm-hmm. and just giving me the eye. God. I never talked to her ever again. But, wow! Uh, I now when I think about it, I feel bad because like I went out of my way to treat her like shit, and then eventually cut her out of my life when she's done nothing wrong. But, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this isn't like similar, but it's just a funny story, and it happened. It's probably one of my most recent 
besides the 7-Eleven story, which I'll get to. Yeah. Um, when I first moved out here to Vegas, I was going to school at the time, and I was taking this English class, and I met this girl. I won't say her name. I won't say her real name. We'll call her fucking Amy. Yeah. And, uh... <laughs> and uh, she was Hispanic, and I don't know. We were we were in the same shit, and like one night I was at I was still living with my mom, and I was texting her and like Snapchatting her and stuff, and I sent her a Snapchat of my favorite movie, Ten Things I Hate About You, and under it I put Netflix and chill. Yeah, I didn't know at the time because I I'm not on the like that. I'm not hip to that. Sometimes I have to catch up to it. Because mm-hmm. uh, I didn't know Netflix and chill meant that was code for like, we're going to fuck. Yeah. I was really like, hey, let's watch this movie. It's my favorite movie. And hang out. And she was like, yeah, cool. And then I told her, I was like, well, I'm going to pick up some alcohol. You know, because like, <clears throat> at that time I was still drinking. And she's like, yeah, bring a bottle or something. So I brought a bottle and I thought we were just going to drink and watch this movie we were, we were drinking and we're watching the movie and then all of a sudden she says hey uh what if we like mind if i like throw a party and like invite some people over this is at her house one yeah. at my house and i was like yeah sure why not i mean in my head i was like this sucks because i thought it was just gonna like we were just gonna chill you know and then she invites all these people over and she gets so fucked up and i'm fucked up and like and she's a little latina so she fucking got some heat to her and she invited people over that she wanted to like fight and shit (laughs) and like at the end of the night after everybody left she was fucked and i was like looking for her in her house and i found her in the bathroom and she was fucking puking just fucking puking all that captain morgan and she fucking looks up and she goes we can still have sex, David, if you want. And then I was just like, nah, we're good. <laughs> and she fucking, she's like, are you sure? It's just let me brush my teeth. It's going to be fucking awesome. And I was just like, <laughs> and any other guy would have been like, fuck yeah, girl, brush your teeth. Yeah. Like, we're about to get yeah. this on. Like, And me, I just like, I just, uh, I got a weak stomach. So yeah. like. And she was picking up like nachos and some other shit. And I was just like, even if she did brush her teeth, there's going to be like that hint yeah. of like alcohol and shit on her breath. And I'm just going to be gagging a little bit. And it's just going to be a bad day for everybody. And uh, she just kept saying sexual shit to me. She was like, oh, I'll let you eat my ass, David, and eat the booty like groceries. She's like, I'll let you spank me, choke me, do whatever the fuck you want. And I'm just like, with a raging boner, I'm like, no, I can't do it. Why did you say no? (laughs) Because, like, for one, I got a weak stomach. And even if she did brush her teeth. I got a raging boner. Why did you say no? Why did I say no? Yeah, why did you say? Usually when a guy has a raging boner, they only think with their dick. Because even though like I was attracted to her and Lord knows I wanted to fuck her, I just I couldn't I couldn't do it like my like I didn't want to you know I don't want that to be because you know like I don't want in the future to be like oh shoemaker and I got fucked up and yeah. then he fucked while I was drunk and blah 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 so I was just like and plus I'm the kind of guy like. I hate saying it, but, like, I have to get to know somebody a little bit before I just fucking... Oh, really? You know what I mean? And up at that point, I did know her, but, like, as, like, a as like a fellow peer yeah. or whatever. And I just was kept I just kept telling her, no, no, it's all right. She, like, you know, 
kept grabbing yeah. at my junk and like and she was like doing this sort of boobs and like <laughs> come on Dave you know you know you want to and I'm like yes I want to but like when we're both in a better mindset and then she was just like well can you just stay here until I pass out and then I fucking stayed till she passed out and then I left and then like a week later dude I shit you not I'm on my Snapchat and I see her thing. I'm like, oh, look, it's Amy. And if I can click on the thing and she puts up on her story, she's making out with some random, I don't know if it's some random dude, but she's making out with some dude. And then she puts up, oh, David, this is what you're missing out on. And I was just like this fucking bitch. (laughs) And then she never like talked to me after that because I turned her down. Yeah, I, and it was one of the hottest girls that uh, she would probably be the hot, the hottest girl I would ever ever been with, ever. Yeah, the one thing that I learned because being in Hawaii, I always got shut out. I never had a chance. Plus, I was also a really religious guy, um, and then moving into Vegas, uh, slowly I got corrupted because of my one boss at the time at the gym, Steve. Mm-hmm. He slowly corrupted me with the tattoos, with the drinking, with the strip club, with fucking different women. But I remember I had two instances that taught me really good about how women are. The first one was, well, at first I had the mentality that girls just want to have a boyfriend, you know, just be clean and whatnot. Mm-hmm. I never thought that a girl talks, thinks just like a guy until this one time I was working at Subway. Mm-hmm. I had four jobs at the time. I was a personal trainer at the gym, worked at Subway. I was a sandwich artist. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, worked at Walmart Graveyard Shipping, and I worked at Postnet in the morning. So uh, Subway, there was this girl. Her name was Shauna. She was so fucking beautiful. She had green eyes. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was also half Hawaiian, but she was very fair-skinned. Mm-hmm. And I would ask her every single day at work, Hey, do you want to go out? Do you want to, you want to be my girlfriend? She would always say no to everything. Mm-hmm. But she would flirt with me a lot. Mm-hmm. So, my friend Steve, he was like, Ken, she probably just wants to fuck you. I was like, no. She just said she didn't want to be my boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Or my boyfriend. She, <laughs> she just said she doesn't want to be my girlfriend. Yeah. And she says no to everything. She doesn't want to go on a date. She even has a boyfriend, Oscar. <laughs> and then so, so, I'm telling you, Ken, these girls, they just want to fuck you. I was like, <laughs> No, they don't. She just fucking said no to everything. Mm-hmm. And then, and I and I just broke a girl's heart because I've been fucking her for a few weeks and I told her I just wanted to use her for sex. So now I don't even think that girls are like that. I think right. they want a relationship. So I'm just right. like, oh, what the fuck am I going to do? Uh, so it wasn't until we were, we, had, we were fucking packed in Subway. We're making the people sandwiches. I'm just like, Shauna, why don't you want to be, why don't you want to be my girlfriend? Why don't you want to go out with me? She goes, one, I got a boyfriend, Ken. And two, you're a good guy. I don't like good guys. I was like, why does everybody keep telling me that? <laughs> I'm not a good guy. I could be a bad guy too if you wanted. She's like, no, Ken, you just, you really are. You're a good guy. Yeah. And I just really like bad boys and you're just not one of them. I was like, but Sean, why the fuck do you always flirt with me? You always flirt with me. You always make me feel like you want me and then you tell me no. Mm-hmm. She goes, you want to know why? Yes, I want to know why. And we're making sandwiches while we're talking. Mm. She's like, you want to know why? I was like, yeah, I want to know why. <laughs> she's like, all right. Well, the only reason why I fuck with you is because I just want to fuck you. And I stopped making my sandwich. She's like, what? Yeah, I just want to fuck you. I was like, you just want to have sex with me? Yeah. That's it? Yeah. I was like, wow, that's 
she's too easy. <laughs> so then, I go back to Steve and like, dude, Steve, she said she just wants to fuck me. What did I tell you, Ken? I told you. These girls, they're not what you think they are. I was like, no shit, but that's just one out of a fucking thousand girls I speak to. It's like, I'm telling you, they're more like that. You just have to be more aggressive, Ken. I was like, so then... Shauna invites me to her house, mm-hmm. and I didn't have a car at the time. So Stephanie, her the another coworker, Stephanie, mm-hmm. she takes me over to Shauna's house, and she's playing cards with her fucking boyfriend Oscar with a whole bunch of other people. So she's like, "Why the fuck did she just invite me to her house while her boyfriend's at home?" And so I'm shitting bricks because mm-hmm. now the boyfriend's like, "What's up, man?" It's like, "Hey, what's going on? Who the fuck are you?" I was like, "Oh, I'm a coworker at Subway." Yeah, he's a co-worker at Subway uh, and also a personal trainer at the gym next door. Oh, really? I don't give a shit, man. Why are you here? I was like, um, your girlfriend invited me, so I don't know. We're just all friends. Oh, yeah? Well, take a take a seat. So mm-hmm. we start playing fucking card games, and he's just not leaving. I'm just like, what is the whole purpose of this? Mm-hmm. So then Stephanie's like, Ken, it's getting late. Uh, how about you just crash at my place? I was like, oh, I don't want to crash at your place. You're a fat fuck. Mm-hmm. So then she takes me home to her place. And I'm just like, Stephanie, what was the whole point of Shauna inviting me to the house? She goes, just be patient, Ken. I was like, be patient for what? Hmm. Fucking sat there playing cards. I don't like playing cards. We wasted three fucking hours and I'm in your fucking place. And she's like, well, just hold on. Just be patient. And all of a sudden I hear the house phone ring. And then Stephanie's like, yeah, uh uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay, I'm bringing him right now. Ken, get up. Let's go. I was like, what? Um, Shauna's boyfriend just left, so Shauna wants you to come over right now to fuck her. I was like, are you fucking serious? <laughs> so we go back. Wow. Shauna's like almost naked. I'm like, oh my God, I'm about to get in. Mm. For some reason, my dick doesn't want to work because I'm so fucking oh, like. Oh, man. She's so nervous. Yeah, because she's so hot. My, yeah, yeah. She gives me the best blowjob ever. No teeth. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait a minute. <laughs> And we fuck. Uh, and then this is the first time ever. She goes, I'm going to go pee now and clean up. You can get the fuck out. I was like, what? Wow. Yeah. Just like that, huh? Yeah. I was just like. Not even a sandwich or a Dr. Pepper. No, it wasn't that. <laughs> the first thing in my head was, no cuddling. <laughs> no cuddling? <laughs> <laughs> no cuddling. I was like. I can just imagine you just laying there like, we, we don't even cuddle. Like, like, I thought we were going to like. Because with my ex-girlfriend, yeah. when we had sex, we cuddled, we kissed, we looked into each other's eyes. <laughs> but she was like, oh, get the fuck out. Get the fuck out of here, motherfucker. Like, get that shit out of here. Stephanie's waiting outside for you. You got the car ready. Just get the fuck out. I was like, so we're not going to, like, shoot the shit or cupcake or anything? Yeah, like, coffee. No, Oscar's coming back in 20 minutes. He just went to the store. You're going to have to get the fuck out. I was like... Oh, and that's the first time ever I felt so empty inside. Like, no love. It's so you. I felt so... Yeah, yeah. I felt so empty inside. I was like, is this how a one-night stand feels like? Yeah. Emptiness? You instantly feel like you're just standing Yeah, the there's rain. no fucking love. I'm like... <laughs> but now, I'm like, that's the best bitch ever. Yeah, That's yeah, the right? kind of bitch you want for a one-night stand. Because right. all these girls, they all want a cupcake after that. This <laughs> they is the, all want a cupcake. Is, yeah, this was the only girl that didn't want a cupcake with they me. They all want some cornbread after, She's, you know? She never fucked me again, and she never talked to me again. <laughs> God. 
but that night was a glimpse of what Steve was trying to teach me. Is that <laughs> all women are like men, Ken? You just got, they just want to fuck Ken. I was like, <laughs> I went back and I was like, dude, she kicked me out of the house. She didn't even want a cupcake. He's like, what are you fucking talking about, Ken? That's the best kind? I was like, the best kind? That's the best kind. There's no love. He's like, trust me, Ken, when you start fucking a lot of bitches, you'll, you'll find out that you just want them to leave. That's the best kind, Ken, I'm telling you right now. I was like, what the hell? And he was right. He was right. Man, that is funny, dude. Not even a cupcake. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. Um, like, I don't know. Even now, at the age of 27, sometimes I put myself in a position where I'm talking to girls. Like, you know, some girls think I give off the player vibe. And then, like... Sometimes I can get very, like, I can't speak. Like, like a week ago, I was at my house, and I was drinking a little bit of booze, and I was smoking a little smoke, smoking some cigarettes, and then I decided, hey, I need to go down the store, because there's this girl down there that I see, and I think she's Hispanic, but she's got blonde hair. It's obviously not her natural fucking hair color. Yeah. And every day that I'd go in there and see her, I'd fucking, like, force myself to say a little bit more to her than I did the day before. And then on the last day that I was able to see her, because I, you know, I work at night. And for some reason that week I was working in the morning, so I was able to catch her at the 7-Eleven that she works at in my neighborhood. And I walked down there, and I'm just thinking, you know, I'm just going to go in here. I'm going to get some Gatorade and a sandwich and walk the fuck out. And then I go in there, and there's this fucking New York, this old New Yorker lady who calls me blue. For what reason? I don't know. And she's up at the counter, and there's a line, and I'm going in there getting some Powerade and a sandwich. And I'm waiting in line, and here comes this the fucking girl that I talked to comes out of the fucking freezer. She's probably sitting in there looking at me like a serial killer. Fucking looking at her prey right before fucking it's about to go down. And I'm just like, fuck. Because I didn't, I didn't think I was going to see her. Like, I, didn't, I had nothing prepared. Yeah. I was kind of little tipsy, a little drunk. And, you know, I was just a little twisted. And she, like, comes up to the other register, and she, like, with her finger, like, motions me to go over there, and I'm just like, oh, fuck, and then I just asked her how she was, and then after that, it's just kind of like it, like, I couldn't even think, like, I was just kind of dumb, like, I just, uh, and I was just like a fucking, like, a Madagascar penguin just up there smiling yeah. and waving at her, and, uh, and she fucking like makes a joke she's like man you buy the same shit every fucking time and I just you think I would say something like, oh yeah 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 but I didn't I just fucking spaced out <laughs> just looking at her and uh, she just whatever just kept talking and at the end of it like she took my receipt and I wanted it and she was kind of like holding it hostage for me cause I feel like she was kind of waiting for me to like you know, maybe spit some game on her or, uh, you know, fucking get her number or leave my number. Yeah. And just like a fucking asshole, I just smiled <laughs> and walked away. And she was like, have a good day. And then she goes, oh, I mean, have a good night. I guess I tripped her up a little bit. 
And then I can just see her licking at me, you know, because out of the window, yeah. we're walking out of a store, she's just, like, licking at she's me. smiling. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get a piece of that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I just felt so dumb because I didn't even fucking, like, now I got to fucking, I got to redeem myself. I got to go back and, like, get her number. Or, you know. Get her number, not yeah. give you. <laughs> <laughs> not, give, not give her my number and just Be wait. Like, Look at me, motherfucker. I'm a boss. <laughs> yeah. Two weeks later. Two weeks later. <laughs> two weeks later. <laughs> I'm, just, me. I'm just still sitting there waiting on a text message, <laughs> waiting on a phone call. Good. Yeah. But ever since I became single, man, like, this is the reason why I started this podcast. Because, like, it's like I get into a relationship and then I get out and then I when I come to a point to where I feel like I can start talking to other women and introducing other women into my life, I like forget like I just I don't know, like it's like I lost my mojo, like I'm yeah. lost in powers. I, I believe that through my experiences of talking with different people, I believe that women are just like men, they just don't have penises and balls. But I do believe that women are just as horny and just as aggressive as guys. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I agree. I agree. I agree with that one hundred percent. Like I couldn't even tell you. Like, like I feel like there's been more women who tried to pursue me than I've had to try to pursue them. And they're always women I don't want. You know what I mean? And it's, <laughs> and it's not. And, it, and it's not because I'm just a weird guy. Like I don't know. They're usually big bitches, and for some reason, for some reason, oh, you don't like the BBWs? <laughs> no, for some you reason, discriminating ass BBWs. <laughs> for some reason, for some reason, the big ladies love David. I don't, I don't know what it is. It's maybe because I talk to him. You know, because I talk to anybody. Yeah. I talk to any girl. I make any girl feel like a million dollars. You know what I mean? <laughs> I wouldn't say that. I'm sure I'm sure there's a little unhappy customers out there when it, when it comes to that. Are you a fucking gigolo? Like, I'm pretty sure my first girlfriend or, you know, could vouch for me saying that I'm not an orgasm donor. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm not a, I'm not this great. I wasn't this always. I wasn't always this great. You know what I mean. I wasn't always making bitches moist. You know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> but I do. I do have a rule that I've learned from Steve. Was uh, girls do have this five minute thing because I've asked about a lot of uh, clients of mine that are women. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are the first five? What are the first things they think when they see a guy walk through those doors? Mm-hmm. And is one, I'm gonna fuck you. I'm not gonna fuck you. I'm gonna be your friend, or uh, you're gonna be my boyfriend. You're gonna be my fuck buddy, my side tap, right, my undercover right. lover, or whatever. Right. They all think like that. So, me using that in my whole entire life, I've gotten a lot of slaps in the face, but I've also gotten a lot of post <laughs> posting. <laughs> I haven't gotten slapped in the face yet, but I'm sure it's coming, though, because I don't got a filter sometimes. I just say whatever I say. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of blank right now because this is our second time recording. It is, man. Yeah. Did, uh, did we should we should tell them that. Do we get that story on there about me with the girl in the Captain America shirt? And <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, we did it. We didn't? Yeah, so there's this time that uh, one of our friends was going to leave work, and so we challenged David to 
Yeah, they challenged me to get, get a numbers. number before he before, before he, he left the company. Yeah. Yeah. So David goes to this one chick, and I'm watching it happen. And he goes to this one girl, and he's like, "Hey, I really like your uh, your Star Wars shirt there." And she's like, uh, it's not Star Wars, it's Captain America. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I tend to get kind of like... <laughs> I, said, I told her I tend to get nervous around yeah, pretty women. I, I tend to get nervous around pretty women. <laughs> I was like, wow, that was actually kind of smooth. Yeah, what, dude? <laughs> like, people don't realize, man. Like, if you give me, I'm like Batman. If you give me enough prep time <laughs> and enough training, dude, I will fucking make, I will fucking take you, I will make you levitate, fool. Like, because, like, I planned that in my head. I was like, I'm going to go up to this girl, right? Because these motherfuckers keep telling me, I got to get a number. Shoot, <laughs> David, get a number, get a number. Fucking Tupac David <laughs> Shakur. Yeah. He'd I will fuck your bitch, you fat mother. <laughs> and I just, I thought to myself, I was just like, what am I going to say to this girl, right? Like, I got to make an impression. That's how, that's how my thought process goes. And I'm just like, what if I comment on her shirt and it's a Captain America shirt it's a, and I say it's Star Wars, like, hey, I like your Star Wars shirt. And then she'd be like, uh, no, it's not, it's this. And then I'd be like, yeah, you make me nervous. <laughs> I get nervous around pretty girls. Because I thought, I thought it just was on, on an instinct. You know? no. I didn't think it was pretty, pretty like, No, dude, like, there was this one time, right, with my ex-girlfriend. Uh, we won't say her name. If you know me, you know her. Um... She used to work at the same place I did, and we were with this other co-worker of mine named Brenda, and Brenda, like, uh, gives me, like, this big band-aid, and she was like, she's like, David, do you need the, do you need this band-aid for anything? I was like, no. She's like, something we got into the subject about like uh my soul being black or something and brenda was like yeah you need it for your dark soul david and i was just like no i don't need that band-aid because i have rebecca and then rebecca was like you just gave her a name (laughs) whatever (laughs) (laughs) i was like i don't need that band-aid i got rebecca like she 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 clears my soul you know what or something like that and i just remember going like wow i was fucking smooth and it's just like i've always been that way like even sometimes if i don't plan it or if i don't got something in the chamber it just comes out that so do you think you need to be quick-minded yeah. Pick up on chicks? Yeah. I gotta... Like, cause, man, I sit here and I say I'm like Batman, and if you give me enough prep time, like, <laughs> you know, it's gonna happen, but I feel like I'm pretty good on my feet, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's gotten me in trouble with a lot of girls because they think I'm hitting on them, but most of the time I'm just being myself, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel like, I don't know, like... You, you you don't watch wrestling anymore, do you? No, not But like anymore. in wrestling, right? There's something called a baby face, and that's the hero. That's Hulk Hogan. Yeah. That's Randy Savage. And then there's the heel, and that's like Roddy Piper, and you know the bad guy and uh, Undertaker. You know, you know, fucking people like that. Yeah. And the bad guy is supposed to make the good guy look good. He ultimately loses. So I feel like I'm at that point in my life where I want to stop being the good guy, the hero, and I want to turn heel, and I want to be the bad guy. Why is so, that? 
because I've been a good guy my whole life, uh, dude, with all with these fucking bitches, <coughs> and it's gotten me nowhere. Tiny. So uh, you'd be figuring, a bad guy, you'll get more. But there's a limit. But it's to that not that. I, it's be... not that I want more. Yeah. I don't want more. I've. I just want to fucking just. I don't know. Well, I, I believe you get more. You have more control of the relationship because you have somebody that's gonna kiss your ass. But you can't overly do it because yeah, if you but... overly do it, you just push them away. But I feel that there has to be a balance. But I'm just saying in the sense of me talking to these girls, because I'm back in the game, that I'm not going to... I'm just saying I'm going to go at it more aggressive and more on my feet than, yeah. than having nice something... Guy. Yeah, and, and instead of having something pocketed and being a nice guy. Yeah, instead yeah. of having a girl milk you for your money and not getting any pussy in the end. <laughs> See, but I don't think of it. I don't think of it that way. A lot of guys think of it that way because it's yeah, because it's a point spread. The more points you put on the board, the more yeah. More but like a lot of people look at it, they're like, "Well, you're paying for it, no matter how you look at it, because you bought dinner." Oh, like just and, like that one guy. He's and you did, yeah, and I'm just like, "Hey, you dropped your smile." Yeah, you dropped your smile. <laughs> Fucking idiot. Um. <laughs> No, we won't even get into that. That's another episode. Uh, um, but yeah, like I forgot what I was saying because you've about paying, up. paying pussy. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he's always talking about no matter how you look at it, what you do, you're paying for it. And I'm like, that's so stupid. That's like such a caveman. Like that's an ignorant way. Of that's looking. an ignorant way of looking at it. Yeah. Like. That's just, like, to me, that's normal, man. Like, I've heard stories about him. He tells me stories all the time. I'm sorry. Fucking, he talks about how he goes Dutch. What the fuck's Dutch? Dutch means where the person you're going out on a date with pays for her thing, and you pay for yours. Oh, uh, I don't have the balls to do that. I pay for it all. You yeah. know what I mean? I'm that. Yeah. I come from that. Like I'm from Texas, man. Like if we're if I'm taking you out on a date, I'm paying. That for is the it. most awkwardest thing to do. Is uh, separate tabs, please. Like, yeah. I can't do that. Yeah. I just take. Just give me the. Just give me the fucking check. It doesn't matter because somewhere in life you're gonna end up paying for it anyway. Right, but that's such a weird, <laughs> that's such a weird concept though, because I don't look at it that way. I don't look at it. It as is a, very true though. But yeah, okay, whatever. <laughs> I mean, they, they, I mean, it goes both ways because they it pay does. for it too. It does. Yeah. But. Jeez. Yeah, is that about it? Yeah, that's about it. I hope this uh, turns out good, cause. Uh, yeah, I've I've laughed too much and I've told too many like. <laughs> Hopefully Too many embarrassing stories. stories. What are you guys I'm locked sure. up in your room crying? You left me. Yeah, <laughs> and don't think this is a podcast where you're going to learn, like, something. Like, this so is... That we all go through shit. This is all yeah. bull. Yeah, this is this is normal life. This is real life. This ain't, this ain't the movies, yo. <laughs> Fucking Tupac David. <laughs> this ain't the movies, y'all. <laughs> real life. All right, so don't forget to check out Franking Culture yeah. on Instagram and Facebook. Like and follow both. Subscribe. And also subscribe to my channel, yeah. Katie Boys Toys on YouTube. Yeah. And, and you can find David where? You can find me on Instagram at the Plot and Shoe 13 I'm on Facebook. Just look me up. And whenever I get this fucking podcast out, make sure you subscribe to Teach Me How to Talk to Girls again. Teach him how to talk to girls. Teach him how to talk again, to girls. Again, again. Shoemaker. This is David Shoemaker, and this has been 13 Things. <laughs>
yeah. Fuck you, Steve. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see how that came out. There we have it. Teach me how to talk to girls again. Uh, let us know what you think on the Facebook and the Instagram comment. And if you have a podcast that you'd like to try out on the air, we're more than willing. Go ahead and email me at steve at and we'll see if you're a good fit. Bye.